Rejection most times is the redirection we need to unlock our truest potential. Life puts us in some uncomfortable and unexpected situations despite our efforts and plans. So how do we look at failures as opportunities? How do we deal with life's uncertainties, identify some losses as wins, all while not labeling ourselves as total losers or failures? You'll find out right here on Redirection with Terry Carell. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to Redirection with Terry Carroll. It is always a pleasure to have you here with me. Of course, this show for this season is brought to you by MasterCard in association with Heineken. We just always want you to know that the priceless moments are the things that make life absolutely meaningful. And of course, we always want to remind you that you can do anything you want or dream of now. So what are we going to talk about today? I cannot wait to get into the conversation with my guests. But just in case you have stumbled across this page for the very first time, I am Terry Carell. You can find me across all social media platforms. And you can also visit my website, terrycarell.com, to learn a little bit more about me. As usual, if you have anyone in your community, whether school, church, work, or play, that you think is deserving of being in the redirection seat, please go ahead Click on the Contact Us page on terrycarell.com and say, hey, we know somebody that we think you should get to know. Of course, keep those conversations going using the hashtag TK Redirection. For those of you watching on YouTube, do you like my set and my space? Thank you so very much, Spaces JA. And if you see the bubble popping up above me and you see Tony Aiken in that bubble, she is our sign language interpreter because quite frankly, inclusion matters to us so thank you for the ratings thank you for the reviews thank you for all of the encouragement that you send each and every week my guest in the redirection seat i have wanted to interview for quite some time he is the kind of person who believes in starting small honoring those small roles working very hard taking every step inch by inch and moving into the next space and leveling up every single time who am i speaking of peter mohan branch manager at scotia bank constant spring season two of the redirection with terry carell podcast is brought to you by mastercard in association with heineken zero zero I am so happy to have you in my redirection seat, my branch manager, Peter Mohan. How are you? I'm excellent. Ah, you're always smiling, by the way. Uh, I think that's one of the things that makes you um, so pleasant to deal with. Now, just for the purposes of my listeners and my viewers, if you can picture this, early in the morning when you're passing the bank or if you decide to go into the bank, there's you know usually like this long line of people waiting a man emerges, well-groomed, nice suit, has a bullhorn, and, you know, welcomes you in the most beautiful way yes. that I've often told um, Alex, who is my executive liaison, that it reminds me of you coming on a plane, sitting down, and then hearing, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to, <laughs> you know, but it's, yes. it's a part of hospitality that you don't always get. That's correct. And you are always the man to on the it. bullhorn. That's right. Um, have you, did you always think that you would be, for example, a branch manager of, of a bank? Uh, not really. Uh, growing up, I think my, if you want to say, quote unquote, ideal career yes. would have been a pilot. Uh, 
But when I was at St. George's College, I had a opportunity, what we call Carrier's Day. Yeah. And a branch manager came, and his name is Peter as well. That looks, I mean, when he came and he spoke to me, the whole, in terms of the class, you know, that connection was made there and then. I mean, when they talk about dressing, yes, he's sharp. the man, sharp. And, you know, I just saw myself in his shoe. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the love for banking maybe started there, if you want to say, to say develop. And the journey, I would say, started because I just wanted to get in. Yes. And when I say get in, finish high school, have my O-levels, and I got, you know, I know someone Hold on, O-levels for... Because when I say CXC, yeah. they correct me and tell me it says CSEC. And when I say A-levels, they tell me it's K. It says CXC. Right. Okay. So we're just letting people know. Yes. Common entrance babies. Yes. That's CXC. what it is. <laughs> For the, the younger generation, mm -hmm. CSEC. That's mm -hmm. correct. Mm -hmm. So I, someone at church, I told her I needed a job. Yes. And she told me that, you know, I need to call this gentleman. When I called the man today, he told me that I need to come down to the bank. And when I got there... You know, he said he had a job. And when I asked him what was the job, he said the job was a porter. Yes. And when he said that to me, I said, I want it. And he said, but you are qualified. I said, that's okay. I need a job. So he was astonished, really, because his name is Jack Anderson. May his soul rest in peace. So Jack said, but you're qualified, but you're taking a porter job. Why? But you don't know what it's about. Mm -hmm. And right then and there, I heard my dad's voice that all you need is just a foot in the door. Mm. And I said, okay, I'll take it. And then, hold, don't hold on, hold on. Because you mentioned dad, you mentioned high school. I want to take it earlier years yes. before we get to this attitude and this approach that you have for just getting in. Even yes. if I'm qualified for something more, yeah. I, will, I will take the thing that is on a lower level because I know it's going to be temporary. It's simple. And I'll be moving my way up. Yeah. Talk to me about your formative years. You know, which part of Jamaica you hail from? So I grew up, I grew up in a, if you want to call it, the garrison community. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's called Kingston 13, mm -hmm. uh, off Walton Park Road. Mm -hmm. And uh, real inner city. Uh, mother and father never had it, but the respect was there. And as a result of that, you weren't interfered with by people in the community. Got you. Because my, my father was that strong figure mm -hmm. that they respected. So growing up in that setting, I saw everything. Yeah. And when I tell people that I saw everything, I remember going to schools days, some days. And when I go to school, I'll tell them about what is going to come in the news. Wow. Because of what transpired. And then when it happened and I go the next day, they say, yes. I saw it. Exactly how you said it, right? Yes, because growing up in that community, you, you saw it all. You saw, you know, killings, uh, just about everything, that the violence was there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I grew up thinking that Friday the 13th was real. Wow. Because I remember one Friday the 13th when you're talking about maybe from about 3 a.m. Yes till maybe about nine o'clock in the night, it was just killing. Um, and it was just, you know, mind-boggling. What was that like for you in terms of, um, how old would you have been at this time? I was in my teens. I would say maybe about 14, 15. Were you ever afraid that one day that 
person that they speak about on the news could possibly be you? Sure, because I interacted with some of these guys who are doing these things. I, I, I remember I tell persons that the very first time I saw an illegal gun. I'd, well, now you're, you know, acknowledging, you know, it's illegal. Right. It's a friend who brought it to the house. And right there and then, you know, when you get of age and you're looking back and say, but you I could be a dead man. Mm -hmm. Yes, because here is it, I'm involved in something that could cost me my life. But, you know, thank God I was blessed. And that it's inexperience and, and it's, it's naivety. An to, yeah. Absolutely. And it's something that you can tell now to, you know, Bring the idea to persons out there that, guess what? You need to be smart in what you do Correct. and be aware because I call it emotional intelligence now, but I call it street smart then. Because if you think about it, you're in a setting. You can't operate as if you're not with them. You, you can't say, okay, you I don't... Know you how you have to know how to maneuver. So people say, you're hypocrite. I say, it's diplomacy. <laughs> And, like you know, so, like so, so when you think about life, you have to know what to do when right. to get along. Right. Because we are in a society that if you think about it every day when you're, I mean, I look forward to the news in the night mm -hmm. because you're going to see something new every night. Mm -hmm. And you, you grow from these examples. You, you can share with someone, you know, and whenever you get any messages there, it's for you to take and share with someone else. Absolutely. And, and, and I'm hoping that even while you were growing and seeing all of this around you, did you ever have to lose a friend? Yes, man. It's, if, you, wow. if you grew up in that setting and didn't lose a friend, then you know, it would be useless if you think about it. Because the friends I had, and when I say friends now, I would say acquaintance. Mm -hmm. I don't want to classify them as right, friends. Part of the community, part maybe. Of the community. You grew up yes. seeing them Same. on the yeah. corner. Yeah, so, so when things happen, and I guess it made me the person I am, and I am today in that it made me tougher. Mm -hmm. Because when you lose someone who you used to talk to, you can just imagine the next day, you know, all those things going through your head. This could have been me. But, you know, it makes you, you know, a little tougher in terms of moving on and you know some insight is there as well that you know okay um life is fragile mm -hmm. you have to cherish the moments and you know have to make the most of each day peter do you think and certainly you can't speak on behalf of all um children um in in you know who grew up in garrisons but a lot of them have experienced what you have whether it is witnessed murders or passing bodies as they're going to school or catching yes. their bus, or you have students who can't go to school because sometimes a week or days, depending on if there is gang-related, you know, war across mm. lanes. The, the trauma, the trauma, the grief, the mourning, the counseling, mm -hmm. because a lot of the time these students grow up, for those who actually make it out, mm -hmm. they grow up but they still carry the trauma. How were you able, did you even realize that you were in the presence of trauma? I, I don't think so. No, that we're talking about it, no, you know? No, there was, there was no realization with that process. Mm. I think one of the things that kept me, I grew up in the church. So why my mom and dad, well, my mom started afterwards, but my mom and dad, they weren't, the, if you want to say, the church goers. Yes. But they ensured that you... You got to church. Ah. The Jamaican parents that... So for me, I mean... Every day I think about it, the church built me. 
Nice. I remember we used to have days where the containers would come mm -hmm. and I had the responsibility of stripping the containers and making care packages for persons in my community. And that gave me that sense of satisfaction. So, you know, being in the church was my take escape, me away escape. Mm -hmm. from what was happening in the community. And, you know, even the people who you were able to, while it's not my funds that was used to purchase. You were the messenger. I am the messenger. Right. Yes. And I was the one who made these packages and was handing out to persons in the community. So, you know, there was a sense of joy yeah. that I was able to do that. And, you know, it gave me that feeling of satisfaction. I just love to see someone who was less fortunate with that Benefits. big smile on their face when they get, sometimes it's the, the peas in the bag or the canned items in the bag. And, it, and you know that it's going to last for a week or Correct. maybe a month. Correct. Until the next shipment Care package comes. or somebody yeah. helps. Yes, yeah. um, at that moment in time, I know you said when you were at um, George's. Yes. That's when you were just like, okay, wow, there's something called, oh, banking, branch manager. Oh, yes. this looks interesting. Yes, yes. But before that, you wanted to be a pilot. Yes. Had it always been the pilot or was it, was it some other exposure? No, I, 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 just, I just love to see an aircraft in the air. Um, that's that feeling that, you know, and you don't watch this because I think it's when I was an adult, I yes. went on an aircraft yeah. to show you. My children are more fortunate than me. Privileged they are, yeah. I mean, I remember my son going in the cockpit and mm -hmm. saying, wow. But so I always had that idea of, you know, sitting in the cockpit mm -hmm. and I was pulling back that lever. Yes. And just flying wherever in the world. Um, so but that then, was my ideal right. job. But then that dream was redirected. Yes. When, when you met Dapper yes. gentleman yes. who His introduced Peter you, Walters. Peter Walters, yes. who invite, who introduces you to, to the world of banking. of banking. So, yes. so at this point in time, you are you are in high school. High school. Uh, do you decide? Okay, I'm going to go and pursue no, accounting because or? those days you the entry level, mm -hmm. like now it's a first degree. Mm -hmm. uh, those days you could get in with your CXEs. God, the good old days. Yes. And so... No, it seems like you have to have a PhD. It, almost. To, to, get, <laughs> to get access. Almost, yeah. almost. So, you know, hearing him, him speaking in terms of what banking is about, it just felt that connection. So you decide, all right, I get my O-levels. Yeah. So I'm going to take my O-levels yeah. and I'm going to see if I can get, get a job. Yeah. Okay. But as I said, when I got there, the job that I thought I wanted was like to be a teller. <laughs> But when I got there in the morning and the gentleman say, this is the job, and he told me what it entails, I didn't even bat an eye. I said, I'll take it. Mm. So he was a little bit astonished, like he was saying, but you're qualified. Why are you taking this job? But as I said, all I could hear is my dad said, all you need to do is to get in. So you get in. Yes. You get the job. I get the and job. And what, what is that experience like? So this job, if you think about a handyman, mm -hmm. That's what the porter is. So he would fetch the mails and he would take the mails from this bank to the other bank. He would pick up a check from there and he would go to the next place. And so your, so your errands in the days are nothing major. Yeah, it's, where, it's really what we would say. It almost sounds like a bearer. Yes. You're literally You're just, just moving things. Uh, so they need something, they call you, they say you need to go pick that up somewhere and you just make the trips. And so... For me, because I knew what I wanted, mm. my aim was to get that out of the day early because I know exactly what my day is like. 
So they would say, you need to go IVB. Well, no longer. Well, at the time. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, and the different banks. So you know what your schedule was like. So for me, I, I did them quick because my aim was to come back to learn something new. Because hmm. I, I already had my purpose, you know. I'm not doing this for long. I'm only doing it for a short time and whatever opportunity comes afterwards, yes. I'm going to take it. Is it that, you, is it that you, you knew exactly what you wanted um, in terms of, okay, I want to move from Porter and maybe graduate to the teller? Or were you now looking at, hey, I can become a senior manager? Where was your, where was your mind at? It's, my vision was always step by step. Mm. So even when I sit here now yes. in my current role, Yes. I know where the next role I wanted to be. Yes. So if you think about it, I wasn't looking at three roles down the road. Nah. You just looking at the next. Because I'm saying when I get in the next, the second I get in the next door, I'm starting to look at the other one. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> because I'm saying it's just a matter of time. Mm -hmm. So and, and you know what? I appreciate that. I don't mean to even cut your, your train of thought mm -hmm. because um, I think a lot of persons get caught up in the bigger picture, yes. the big role, the big office, the big title, the big responsibility. Mm -hmm. And for me, I've always said that if you cannot honor the small roles, cannot you cannot the big, honor the, the big, big roles. roles. If you cannot master and learn and refine and improve in the small role, mm -hmm. how can you step into the shoes mm -hmm. of the big role? And so the idea that you have in terms of come in, mm -hmm. get started, and then Let's, let's level up and get to the next step, I think, is one of the most practical ways of growing. And it's a whole matter of humility as well. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, so while I was in the Porter role, I'm saying, I'm watching. Mm -hmm. It's like driving for me. Before I started, before I got my license, I used to sit in any vehicle that I'm in, and I'm watching the driver as to what they're doing. Yes. So I watch them pedal to pedal, <laughs> how they turn. Yeah. So when I started to learn to drive, I was quick. Point of reference, ah. yes. So the same for me, when I finished the porter work in the days, I used to sit down and I watch what the tellers are doing. Mm. So I will say, okay, there, there. And I always want to help. So if you think about it, you heard about servant leaders? Yes. So I think they're one of the best category of leaders it, to be. There's, I, I, and that's what I am today. So if you think about it, it was entrenched then mm -hmm. to know. So even at the office now, I will do some chores there that people will look on and say, but you're the manager, you do this. Because no task. And I see you on the floor all the time. Like I literally see you more on the floor than I see you like in your office. That's correct. And anytime people stop you and ask you questions, which I know you could pretend, you could easily just say, okay, Take that ticket, nah. go to that day. I've always seen you say, how can I help yes. you? Because at the end of the day, service is what sells. Yes. Uh, all institutions service offer the sells. same products. But the service is that you offer is the differentiator. Hmm. Yeah. So you're I, watching the teller them because you're coming for them job. I, not really coming <laughs> yeah, for them job. I know, I know. <laughs> but I, I, I want to do that someday. Yeah. So I remember, you know, as I said, they would have different tasks in the evening that I would say, let me help you with that. So they would have to, you know, calculate all the checks and they would have to send that off to the clearinghouse. I say, I want to help. I take it and I'll do, and I'm moving fast and brisk. And at least I didn't know that I had a super, their supervisor was watching, watching you. Ah. We always talk about this, you know. Yes, we yes, always yes. tell people, don't perform because people are watching. Yeah. 
but do not underestimate that while you are you doing, doing what you do, doing. Yeah. people are always, always watching. watching. Yeah. Talk to me about that. So, O'Neill Scott is his name, and O'Neill said to me one day, I need for you to come over to the telling department. And then when he said this, because I was doing, if you want to say the observant, observation and helping with the little, little chores here and there for a little while. Yes. And he said to me, on Monday when you come to work, I need for you to come over here. So I'm saying, okay. But he didn't say anything to the man who I'm in, who's responsible for me. <laughs> Your direct report. My, you're getting me though. So the Monday morning is here and I'm sitting over telling and the man who is in charge of me in Porter role said to me, what are you doing over there? <laughs> How dare you? And I'm like in two minds now. And I said, I thought he too. And then now, and he'll tell him that, okay, I need to find over here. It's a transition. Was there ever a time, um, did, because you didn't apply for that role. No. And it's interesting because we've often said that when you operate and you function in excellence mm -hmm. in no matter the role you are given yes. and people see it, mm -hmm. it makes room for Four. you. Yeah. It opens doors and mm -hmm. windows and mm -hmm. gives you opportunities that you don't have to send an application for. You don't have to be qualified necessarily for. Because your work speaks for itself. <laughs> I always say, it's like we have behavioral and functional competences. Yes. Functional competences... You can learn that. But your behavioral is where it matters. Mm. Once persons see you behaving in a particular way, certain things mm -hmm. are just going to connect. Talk to me about attitudes. Did you experience, which sometimes can happen, when someone graduates or levels up from a lower-leveled position mm -hmm. to a higher-level position mm -hmm. without going through tenure, rigor, application, mm -hmm. vetting process, Sometimes when you get to the new level, people look at you like, what? Well, How the porter? Or the bearer man? Well, well, funny why enough, is he here? I, I Did you the, experience that? I have the exact example. Let me tell you Don't. what. So, listen now. So, when I moved to telling, there was, there was another, if you want to say another level to mm -hmm. telling, mm -hmm. which we call it remittance, which is the bulk takes place there. Yes. And while I was in that department, I was the last person in that department but based on what you just shared in terms of i always try and this is just a style of mine is that i want to be the best at what i do yes and excellent because as you said you don't know who's looking on and i remember when the manager at the time told me that come monday morning we're going to take you out of this department and i'm going to put you in the customer support which is a promotion and when I came the morning, the next the Monday morning, and I told the guys in my department, good morning, no one answered. And that hit me like a brick. Because I'm saying, I wasn't the one who promoted myself. You never asked for I it. I never asked for this. But it happened. And, you know, it made me even tougher. Yeah. Because I'm saying, to, I thought these persons were my friends. People are your friends until you start to threaten them. It Even if it is not your intention mm -hmm. to do so, I find that people are okay with you yeah. when you're on their level or when you're below them. The yeah. moment you start to kind of climb your tree and you start it's, to get too high, it's a difference. It becomes a problem. But it also exposes people who really were not your, your friends. friends to begin with. That's right. Your, your, your true color comes out. 
Wow. Yeah. What and was that transition like? Considering that was the welcome mm -hmm. versus the fact that you're going to come in and you're going to do the work. What did that transition make? Is it that people just kind of said, well, if you can't beat them, join, join them, them? Or did they just I, literally... I, I think after a while, I got that. <laughs> and I smiled because I remember even going to do a talk to same team members at another location. And there was this one person who was in that team who treated me that way. Yes. When I finished the talk, she came to me and she said, can you tell me what are some of the things that you do to excel? And right in the back of my head, I remember how I was treated. And I just forgot about that. And I said, I just told her, yeah. you know, these are the things I think would, you know, contribute to your growth. You know, so I, I didn't keep it. Allow that to, to I slide. think it's always best when you let it go because oh. the problem was never you to begin never. with. Never. I think taking up burdens and carrying burdens and ill feeling and bad feelings because of how someone else treats yeah. you actually impacts you of course. far worse. Hurt. I Hurt. think it is letting it go and being yeah. like, well, that's your burden, yeah. your cross to carry. I always tell people that when the day ends, yes. you just need to have a clean heart. It's Amen. just simple. Don't carry baggages. Amen. Because we don't even know if we're waking up tomorrow. True. But, but Peter, I know banking is hard. <laughs> Peter, I know banking is one of the hardest, most ungrateful careers ever. You're dealing with different personalities. Yes. You're in a career that you're not given much grace or room for, for human, human error. That's correct. You're also managing people, processes, systems, mm -hmm. and, and, and customers. Yes. And yet still, I always see you smiling. How are you able to deal with challenges? Apart from the fact that we already know you are tough as bricks and mm. you're going to figure it out. Mm. Honestly, like, how do you tackle challenges? And is there any one challenge that you have gotten in this lifetime that you thought was close to breaking you? Uh, I think it's my mindset. Mm. I mentioned about humility. Yes. And I think it starts there. Uh, I want to even take you back mm -hmm. to George's days, mm -hmm. where I remember going to Gold Street, to the Golden Age home, mm -hmm. to provide, if you want to say, aid to the persons right there. So we're talking about shaving, feeding, reading, reading, right. everything. And just to see how you know, you're able to impact their lives, mm -hmm. you know, does something for me. So that love for people is there. So I always love to see a smile. Yeah. Because I say smiling is contagious. Just yes. like when you yawn and someone <laughs> yawn back and you literally. say, oh, literally, you say, how oh, is that possible? Um, but challenges come every day in my mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. um, but I always think that your experience, and if you don't know how to do it, you can rely on someone else who would have done it before and build on that. Because... They say Rome wasn't built in one day. Mm -hmm. So whatever challenge... And it's just regardless of your title. It doesn't because matter. sometimes I find the higher some people go, uh, they almost feel as if they have to have all the answers. And at a conference, it was a, a CEO from out of Bermuda who said it perfectly well when she said that she is not... She knows that she will not know everything, will not have all the answers or the solutions. And it is because of that reason why she, she leans on the people... Who do? And then they solve together. Because you think about it, we are all, most leaders are vulnerable. Hmm. And, you know, some, yes, it's a fact. So we have to find ways, even if we don't know it. Because you're helping someone, you know. If you think about it, if you're this person that, quote unquote, seems like if you know everything, 
people will say, mm. you know, they will even start questioning that. If you don't know it, just say you don't know. Hmm. And you will get back to them. But one thing, I remember we used to have what we call a service promise. Yes. And the one that is most, I'm most fond of is follow through and keep your promises. Mm. So if you think about it, whenever you have a scenario, you don't know something. You say to the person, I don't know. I'll get back to you. But make sure you get you back to up, you. Follow up. Keep your promise. Yes. And, and that I found to be, you know, just so important. So that's your secret sauce. That secret is the secret sauce. Yes, okay, secret okay. sauce. Okay. Because when you think about it, as I always say to persons, if you take out the persons who work in my institution mm -hmm. and put them in another institution, it's the people who makes the difference. Correct. Not the building. Yeah, the building will have its prestige and the, you know, what it's known for, but, but it's, it's the people. people. And if you think about it, if the people are able to do things a particular way, you're going to get the exceptional results. Absolutely. So I can understand you're a man of service, you're a man of excellence, you are a servant leader, you get the promotion, you are now in the customer support. Yes. First day, the people them definitely say, what, what are you doing here? Yeah. You're not one of us. No. You can't sit with us. You're not supposed to be here. As I said, Terry, I remember going home. I don't think I had lunch that day when it happened mm. because it was just so... You know, like you saw these persons, like they're with you. For this to happen, you just feel it's betrayed. It's, yeah. And I say, you know, it's one of those things. So I think that I grew from that to say, okay, while I have persons who would consider to be close, mm -hmm. I'm not going to allow anyone else to let that happen to me. Mm. So I'm in this new role. And this was, I mean, every time I, I, I think about this department, I have to smile because... <laughs> It made me even better. Yes. Um, it's, it's funny how that works when people um, think that they are um, sabotaging. Yes. They think that they're ruining when what they're helping to do is to it's galvanize. Ah, beautiful. To beautiful, strengthen. Beautiful. I mean, there was this one moment in that department that to this day, I, I, every time you I smile. think about you see yeah. my smile now? <laughs> um, so this particular department, we did most of the bulk processing. We used to do payrolls for, you know, JPS. And then those days you're talking about um, telephone, TOJ. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, so, oh. so you see, I'm oh. taking you back. TOJ, people? TOJ, okay. Like, <laughs> so I remember this particular, that we, we used to have, before we had, uh, if you want to think about the, we had a roundabout that's Post yes. Simpson square and whenever you have rain and it's we have a heavy gush mm -hmm. the persons who live in portmore are not able to come over uh-huh i was the only one living in kingston in that department so that department had four desks pity they didn't know each day while i have one desk i learned to do everything on all the desk okay so you see where this is going opportunity beautiful <laughs> it's opportunity so this day in question, rainfall on the weekend, Peter Mohan is the only one in the department and his supervisor. Okay, all the desks need, nobody is to help. You need to do this. You Can you help. fill in and do that? I just did all. Had my lunch at my desk. So when they come the next day, they ask me, where did I get help? And I said, no one came. Mighty God, you should, have, you should have said, God, that's what happened. Yes. And the angels that came to encamp around and so I listen. And I can tell you, I got a personal note from the CEO then. Mm. I still have it. And, you know, it was just an awesome feel because, you know, like I saw this coming. And, you know, 
after that, I was promoted again. And you know, it's people like you, people don't like for true. And, and especially they've been in a position for a good while, and you just come in with your smiley, smiley, so serve yourself. And, and, and why just... you say it, you know, Terry? I think it's real. Oh no, it is. And oh, it is. Yeah, but but I always say to people the same thing I do. You can do it too. It's where their energy is. Though. Yes. I think, and, and it's interesting because I, we, I was having another conversation with another guest and literally it's always that if, if most of the persons would take that time, that energy, that effort, that anger it. and re-channel it and figure out mm -hmm. how they can um, produce, mm -hmm. how they can produce at a high, high level, level. upskill, mm -hmm. improve, mm -hmm. perform, mm -hmm. We really wouldn't be having this discussion. No. But because the focus is on the, the wrong, wrong place. Yes, yes, yes. That is why it continues to happen. Yeah, so... You so know, you get promoted to what position? So I move from there now to what we call customer service. So those days... So like now, everything when you walk in a bank is one level. Yes. So when you think about telling, this, the, the higher level from telling would be the customer service. So they do minimal cash transaction. Mm -hmm. They do like the drafts that you come in to purchase. Um, they do the wires. So they do, if you want to say, the higher stuff. Yes. Okay? So I'm in that department and my aim as well to excel. And I'm doing my thing and about that same time the company decided that we're going to launch a product. Yes. And that's called Scotia Mint, you know it as. Yes. So it's a Scotia insurance piece. Yes. And I guess based on how I interact with customers. Oh, before I got there, I remember a branch manager realizing, okay, that's the way I'm able interact to interact with customers. And engage. Mm -hmm. He said, you're going to start what we call a single transaction line. So you only can do one transaction in the line. In and out. In and out. What amazed me is that persons would come in the line, do one transaction. And then come back in the and line. Back the light. <laughs> and I'm like, really, people? <laughs> this was, it's something else. I remember one day the manager came to me and he said, you realize that persons are doing that? I said, yes. He said, because you're moving so quick. And you're, and you're personable. Yeah. Yes. And you're and smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so we move from there. And as I said, I'm now a Scotia insurance agent selling what we call Scotia Mint. That yes. was the name of the product. I remember it. And believe me, Terry, that was like the game changer. Really? How so? Because, so it had a little investment and it had insurance. Mm -hmm. But I made my name in that company because whatever the quota is, I'm going to meet it. Peter, you know what you come in like when you go prize giving. <laughs> you ever go to them graduation ceremony? I, I see and it's one picnic get called. And no people watching the program going Terry Tarnity. One name for science, yeah. social studies, yeah, religious boy. education. And if you want to even talk about always on time, yes. never absent. That's me. No, those two things are things I'm fond of. So they will tell you. I'm never I'm late so for work. Happy. I'm so None of this surprises me, by yes. the way, apart from the fact that I'm getting a deeper dive into your journey. Mm -hmm. But every interaction I've had with you, even the ones that I never had with you directly, but just observing, observing you, yeah. has always been one that made me go, yeah, wow. he's definitely, definitely different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Made different, anointed yeah. under the blood, yeah. clearly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I, I attribute a lot of my success to my mom. Because mm. my mom is one of those, what you call the prior warrior. Yes. So like, for instance, sometimes I have the challenges, I would just say to her, 
So like, she doesn't live here now, she lives abroad. But every day, barring none, she sends a prayer. And I asked her how she's able to do that. Yeah. It's like she have a, a BF in place. <laughs> <laughs> that she just knows that, you know, there are some days I'm moving so fast I don't even get to read. Yeah. But I know I'm going to read before the day is out. So, you Beautiful. know. Yeah, so those hey, little mom, things. <laughs> those you raised things. a fine young man. Yeah? You did a so, great job, so mom. So those things, you know, you know, just makes me yeah. marvel. So Scotia Mint, game changer. You yes. make your name. You're making your mark. Yes. So... And, you know, I always say to people that, you know, like you have motivational talks. Mm -hmm. So we used to have a lot of those where persons would come in and they would share whatever message. I always look forward to those seminars. So we mm -hmm. have quarterly sessions and quarterly sessions is where you would be rewarded for your quarterly performance. Yes. And there was one trophy they call it conservation rate. So what that is, it looks at the number of policies you sold and how many of those you close. So the conservation rate would have to be, I think it was about 95% or more. And every quarter. Employer the employer the quarter. I'm going home <laughs> with my basket. Because wow. I made sure I sell to needs. Mm -hmm. So if you, we, we, now we call it needs-based selling. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sell you something that, that you don't, you need. don't need. That won't benefit no. you. No. And I'm not selling you for you to close it. I want you to see the, the real purpose of it. Mm. I remember one story where a gentleman bought a policy like, say, January, and maybe before the year is out, he passed. And it's the little insurance that was there that, that the was family able to, was able to use to cover. to cover. And that gave me that sense of satisfaction, knowing that I was able to do something yeah. that helped a family. Let me ask you this, Peter, because you've spoken about you know the successive... Um, promotions you know that you were you were getting mm -hmm. not that you were necessarily applying or saying oh that I'm going for but the fact that you were so good in the one before mm -hmm. that people who were looking said oh he's an asset let's move up which brings me to the question of imposter syndrome mm -hmm. we have a lot of persons who are very good mm -hmm. at what they do Peter and the moment they're given the opportunity to level up or go to a higher um, position mm -hmm. there's this fear of I am not ready, mm -hmm. I'm not enough, mm -hmm. um, I'm not qualified enough, mm -hmm. will I fail? Mm -hmm. um, and, and they talk themselves out, out of it. it. Did you ever feel this way as you're getting, and I mean, it may seem like, you know, easy stakes, low stakes mm. at the bottom, yeah. but you're starting to move up the chain. Yeah. Is there ever a moment or was there ever a moment when you were like... I don't know if I Boy, can do this. Boy, I know if I get in it, I'll do my best job, but I, I still don't know if I am the man for this. And if you ever had that um, thought or that moment, how did you overcome it? It's natural for you to feel that way. Because mm -hmm. they always say, like, for instance, public speaking. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, the second you're going up on stage, the butterflies, everything is flying through. <laughs> but the second you start to speak, they go. Mm -hmm. And I guess maybe that's why they call it butterflies. Well, they go for you. I'm sure there are people who will disagree <laughs> that they actually go. Yes. But I understand what you're yeah, saying. So, you know, it's just the mindset for me, though, where I say to myself, I always say, with Christ in the vessel, mm -hmm. I will smile at the storm. And everything you do in life, I say, it's all a part of the script. Yeah. So it's the Lord directs my path. So if you think about it... Like a step, step through with your faith. It's simple because it's only the Lord knows 
that this was going to happen and he channeled me in this direction which he's not going to leave me alone so i am of the same i'm of the same opinion with the pivoting that i've had to do with in my life mm. when veterinary medicine closed because of accreditation issues after coming home mm. with my papers and saying i want to now practice mm -hmm. i want to do the exams mm -hmm. and they say no we don't accredit students who study veterinary medicine in cuba and my mother was just like what are you going to do mm -hmm. this is a you just did six years in cuba mm -hmm. You learn everything in Spanish, book mm -hmm. in Spanish, mm -hmm. exams in Spanish. Mm -hmm. No, you come home and you can't do nothing. And I literally said to her, God is not going to bring me this far. And leave me alone. And leave me. Yes. In fact, any door that opens and okay. any window that opens, whether I am qualified or not for it, it has to be that he has already equipped me with everything I need, need mm -hmm. that is going to be my toolkit mm -hmm. that I will open when I step through the door. But I have to step through the door first. He provides all our needs. I always say it. Um, I think even the song, you, you, you think about it. We, we tend to question a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I say life is very fragile. Yes. I use... I think it's the other day I was at a funeral and I looked at it and it's real where you look at the day you were born and that dash in between and the day you die and it's that dash that matters. Hmm. So, you know, when we think that we can't do something, the fact that you got the opportunity, just do it. Yeah. The Nike sign. Just do it. Just do it. Just do because it. Because the fact that you are given that opportunity... You, you have just to be have doing to do some. You have to be you doing, have to doing something. something. Right. Yeah. It, it, it never happened to the other person. It happened to you. So make the most of so it. So make the most of it. All right, Peter. So you are making your mark, your employee at a day, week, month, quarter, yeah. year. Yeah. What happens next? So from the from the Scotia Mint product. So when, from the Scotia Mint, so that's only one product we had. Yes. So we moved on to that where I became the unit manager. So I had a couple of branches that now reports to me. So I'm given the, the charge. The porter who used to take people mail from one, <laughs> is one branch to the, to the next, next. Yes, is now managing the branches. The branch, yes. So the, the officers in the different locations. Are we send everybody to you for a loan? You know, Peter. Let me tell you. Continue. Yes. So I am now responsible. So the main role I would have to hire. Yes. Had to train and develop. Yes. Uh, I had to coach. Um, just about everything. So my office was located in Ocherius. And I had branches like Sentence Bay, Ocherius, Highgate, Linstead, and Port Antonia. And so I had to plan my route. So where I would go. So while I'm domicile in Ocherius, yes. I would work it that nearer to Friday, I'm on my way back home. So it was a... A bittersweet yeah. because the family side of things. Well, I was about to ask. Yes, the family side of things. I wasn't there much because I was away. And it's a and, and it's a question I was going to ask because it is the cost of excellence as well. Yes, it's the cost of expansion. It's the cost of yes. growth where you don't get to keep everything on the same level no. at the same time. Yeah. There is a there has to be some. Discomfort. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So hats off to my wife. Um, she, I, I mean, down to this day, she supports me for everything I do. And, you know, I don't think I would be where I'm at without, without her, her in my corner. No. Um, How long she, have you been together? So this year is 25. Jeez. 
wifey. I so, love it. Yeah, Congrats. So, she, yes, thank you. So, I mean, everything I do, she supports me. That's beautiful. I, I, I say to her, she, she does her, her, her master's in international communication. And I say she's a perfectionist. Wow, so, so there are two of you in the family? No, no, man. I mean, oh, no, I mean oh, oh. Well, no, because I, I'm like, so the two of no, you just she, excellent. She, she is at what she, in terms of even her writing style, is just impeccable. I mean, I, I, I take my hats off to her. So as a result, if I'm writing something and I'm in a hurry, I'd rather not to show her because I know she's going to cut and yeah, I, I can't bother with that. So, um, but hats her. off to her. I mean, she's the, you know, and I think that's important. The wing beneath my wings. I think that's important. Yeah. I think a lot of the time relationships don't work out when one person is is leveling up yeah. and, and moving into spaces of expansion. Mm -hmm. And if the other party is not does not understand, it will break. Does not believe in the process mm -hmm. and the sacrifices that might mm -hmm. come with it. Yeah. It can. It yeah, can. It can. Yeah, it can yeah, break. Yeah, yeah. So good. Good. Yeah. Good going. So yeah, man. So I leave from there in terms of uh, managing those units, and then I guess right there again, as you said, maybe because I'm excelling, the bank decides to put me on what you call a management trainee program. Yeah. So right there and then, now you get exposure in different areas of the bank yes. to grow you. So you go in operations, so you go to one branch to get some exposure there. So it's a, deep, it's a deeper dive. It's a deeper dive. On a bigger level. On a bigger level. Because after this now, you're going to be assigned. You're going to be assigned. So you remember when we, before Offset, you, you asked me about St. Thomas? Yes. My first branch assignment. No, don't, 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 don't joke. You're joking. I'm serious. You see? Look at that. Wow. My first branch assignment was the Morant Bay branch. Beautiful. Yes. And... That was just, you know, an awesome experience. What's the best advice you've ever received? Whether in, along your personal journey or your professional journey, what's the best advice that you have received that you have held on to it? Besides what daddy said about you get Getting one foot. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's just remain humble. Mm -hmm. um, and I think persons would say, the older people say the humblest calves up the most milk. Yes. And I believe that because humility goes a far away. Mm -hmm. So if you think about a leader, you know, the high and mighty thing, don't do it. Because if you have a high and mighty fall. You, ah. So today you might be seen as this, but tomorrow you could be on the flat. And it, depending on how you got up there, mm -hmm. you'll be lonely when you, when you fall. Mm -hmm. So when you remain humble, a lot of things start happening for you. Yeah. The humility will make things will, you will gravitate towards mm -hmm. you. And you know, day in, day out, when I think about it, I, I can't stop being humble because I know the, the value of that. Beautiful. Um, I'm sure you have many priceless moments. In fact, your story is one of a wow. It's a wow moment. Mm -hmm. um, along this journey, what is a priceless moment? that you remember that will constantly make you smile or constantly reassure or reinforce you? Along this journey. Yes. Wow, there are so a many. I, 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 figured, <laughs> I figured you would have many. There are so many. But if you could pick um, one, a priceless moment of yours. I would think that has to be when I was able to develop other officers mm. to take on higher roles. So in recent times, 
I would have started off with, I would call persons who I didn't see them in a particular role and I was able to mentor them. And today they're now in a senior role nice. because of, you know, what I would have maybe said to them, whatever coaching I would offer, mm -hmm. uh, just a little tidbits. Yeah. And, you know, that gives me an awesome feel. Why? Because I always say to them, if you think about it, if I have done 30 years in banking, although I look young, <laughs> um, there's going to be some point in time where I'm going to go on retirement. Yes. Because that day will come for all of us. Correct. And I say to the younger ones that, you know, I want to know that I would have helped to develop you to take on what is ahead of us. Because and if, that you will do the same. And you will do the same. For the, because, the new generation yes, coming so in. So when you think about it, you, the lift, you're sending down the lift to bring someone else up. Because these young, and it's not only one we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You're talking about uh, a number of young persons, um, you know, helping them to make that step, mm -hmm. that transition. You know, and they and they even express it at times that say it's all because of you this happened. Yeah. So I would say that is maybe the most treasured moments for me, knowing that I would have contributed to someone to to grow to the next level. The Peter Walters you said Peter Peter was Walters was a branch manager. Peter then. Walters, did he have the opportunity to see your growth? Yes. Really. Yes. yes. So before he left the bank, yes, he and even today's date we'll talk. Really. Yes. So. He would say he would say sometimes that he's not responsible, <laughs> but pity didn't know that you know. Just that he was talk, a catalyst. Yeah, he was the he catalyst. Was a catalyst, and we live our life each day. If you think about, it, there are different messages that come from different persons. Yes, you just have to take it and run with it, and filter filter the ones that do not, do not serve, serve you, nah, because and hold on to the ones that do. It's just like when you think about the seeds. You know, some are gonna fall and barren ground. Barren yes, yeah, sir. and as such, you know, you have to say okay. I will take this. It's just like Peter Mohan that you see here. There are different leaders that help to build me. Correct. Because I would have seen someone in action. I would take a little bit from the likes of Amina Israel. Yes. Um, I love Mina. Roger, Hi, Mina. Okay. Roger Kogel. So I, I take things from different persons. Yes. And you know, intertwine that with me. And this is what you get. I think you're a fantastic. Um, I think you're a fantastic person. Thank you. You know, outside of titles and roles and responsibilities, mm -hmm. I just think you are um, a fantastic person who you had success, but you didn't just get it. It wasn't handed to no. you. You earned it. Yes. And I think you made room for your opportunities by being curious. Yes. And not just by being curious, but then following up and asking the right questions. Yes. Yes. And I think that makes you a brilliant leader. Thank you. If I asked you to define what redirection is for you through your lens, mm -hmm. through your eyes, your perspective, what has redirection meant to you considering where you're coming from? Mm -hmm. You could have been a statistic mm -hmm. regardless of how much good you might have done for your community mm -hmm. to where you are now in mm -hmm. your personal and professional life. What mm -hmm. does redirection mean to you? So when you think about it, and you, even the term redirection, mm -hmm. so you're going along a path. And if you think about my journey, I was going along a path. If you want to say, before the days of even getting into the bank, mm -hmm. that could have been a roadblock at some point. But the catalyst from different, if you want to say, input, redirected me. 
because the friends I spoke about, some are deceased now, some are nowhere to be found, could have influenced me to take their path. But there was this inner thing, and I think my, my father, some amount of fear was there as well, because <laughs> of course. he, just the way he talked, he has one of those baritone voice <laughs> that I always say to people, I maybe, I think I get more beaten than any other person <laughs> I know. But I always said that maybe if he just talked, talked. maybe that would have worked. But when I think about being the mischievous child I was, I said maybe the talk wouldn't it work. It would, wouldn't work on you. No. You know that. So when, you're, when, I, when I think about redirection is that while I was going along that path, the different involvement, mm -hmm. the church was one, the, um, mentors. Going, the mentors, you know, going to St. George's College, all of those things now helped me to make that move. Because even when I was going to George's, I had bad influence there as well, because you're talking about persons from all different types of society. But there was this inner thing in me as well, because while I, I, I always tell people, I, I love to laugh. So when you talk about being mischievous, I would do things just for a laugh. Yeah. While that was there, I knew I was a, inside of me, that good person, because I wanted to contribute. Good. Because I, from early, I know the path that my so-called friends took was a dead end, because I knew where that was going. And I think that was probably one of the most important places for you to start at. Yes. To at least understand that that's not what you wanted, no. and you knew what you had to do, yes. what you had to adjust, mm -hmm and implement to not get there. Yeah. So for me, you know, when I got that opportunity, there was no looking back. Good. Because I said, you know, I'm going to be that person that is going to be that standout. Do you think you'll ever redirect to a different career? A different career? Uh, yes. Really? Uh, after banking. After Can't, banking? Yes, because banking takes too much All of, of your time. Yes. And, you know, when I think about it, I think about motivational speakers. Oh, I, even, I thought you were going to join like a, fo a football club, Arsenal or something like that. Um, to do what? Coach? <laughs> <laughs> Not to play. <laughs> My bones can't do any more playing. <laughs> no. One knee surgery here, don't play anymore. No, but, you're, but, you're, but you are right. I think your story is, is, is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I think you show the possibilities. Mm -hmm. I think in a world that is teaching or I guess you know, showing our youngsters or demonstrating that high life, fast life, everything quick. Yeah. You come out of school, you want everything Chapa. to be, yeah, mm. and everything must be mm. laid out. And it's mm. just like, no, there's a process to this and mm. you have to try and build and try and build. And yeah. I think your story helps to reinforce that there's nothing wrong with starting here and working your, your way, way up, up legitimately That's correct. through hard work integrity, and, and keeping that integrity. Yeah. And so if you ever do decide to, to go in as a, as a speaker, I think you will do an absolutely fantastic job and you Thank will change you. a lot of lives. Thank you very much. Peter Moan, when you see me, <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, I've, all, I've wanted to get this interview with you for a while, for, for, for years now, and yes, I'm right. so happy that I got you in the redirection seat. Thank you for all you have done. Thank you for what you continue to do. Thank you for serving um, your, your, the, the persons who report into you, mm -hmm. um, your co-workers, mm -hmm. uh, your customers. Thank That's you right. for serving them with a smile and a heart of gratitude and mm -hmm. humility. I promise you, if we had more people like you, 
the world would be a better place. A better place. Thank you for making it redirection with Terry Carell. It's my pleasure. Oh gosh, and I, I mean, I apologize to your wife for keeping you here. You know, she past. but she, but we know that she's an <laughs> understanding and compassionate woman. That's correct. Uh, thank you so very much for listening. Uh, if you chose to listen to this podcast on your preferred podcast platforms, or thank you for watching. If there's something that was said that resonated, that made you say yes, if Peter can do it, I can do it too. Go ahead, like, subscribe, you know, leave your, your comments, and don't forget to use the hashtag TK Redirection. We will see you next week. Take care. Thanks to our partners, MasterCard, Heineken 00, Toyota Jamaica, Spaces, Commercial Concepts, Breche, Beauty Brands by MDS, and Go Shore Courier.